What's up, Lady Dynasty? How are you all on today, girl? I hope your day is going great. I hope you are being fruitful and not fruity. I hope that the sun was shining on you. If you live in Dallas, because that's where I'm from, then honey, you'll understand that it has been cold for the past weeks. And I kid you not, this cold weather has been giving me some, I don't know, some new aspects on how to see life (laughs) and it's very cold in that moment but today I just I'm going to talk to you in a way where I'm not going to talk to you where things are really fully planned out but I'm going to talk to you about this thing me and God have been talking about and this is the most the most biggest something that I've been talked about truthfully and it's and it's big So I want you to go get your popcorn. I want you to go get your smoothie. I want you to go get your water, go get your pencil and your notebook. Go to go get everything you need whenever you're in that moment with God and you're meditating with him and you're just in that aspect of wanting to know him instantly. Girl, let me just tell you this. What I'm about to give you is about to be information. You would just be like, girl, I would never think of that. I would never know of that. I would never see that. And girl, if you have been receiving the the confirmations that I've been receiving, the words that I've been receiving, then honey, you'll know for sure that our connection is for real. Because today I'm going to talk to you about being labeled. And I know it's a little bit unusual for me to, you know, not give you the gist of how my day's been, but I instantly want to talk to you about this because this has been placed upon my heart to really do. And I know I'm coming to you all a little bit late, but the fact of that is because I've been in this zone of finishing up schoolwork, finishing up things that I've been needing to do, but yet... I just didn't really feel like doing Lady Dynasty, which was so awful of me. Girl, you don't have to tell me twice. I know it was awful of me, but yet I'm here. I'm doing it. I'm working with it. And honestly, me and God are connecting with it. So let's get into the word of God. Okay, so first and foremost, I want to fully ask you all something. Was there ever a time in your life where you felt in your heart that there was a place you went and someone was labeling you in a way because they either saw you with someone or you wear so wore something that wasn't really in your comfort zone or you did you had a little bit of insecurities about something you were wearing or holding or having around you and it made you feel like you were being judged have you ever felt in your moment you were being labeled that's my question to you Was there ever a time where you felt you were labeled? Okay. That's a scripture. (laughs) A scripture. That's a word I want to talk to you about. Because that's going to be our word of the month. The word of a month is the labeled word. Okay. We're labeled. I'm just going to tell you that now. We are so labeled. Okay. We have names. We have ages. We have birthdays. We have looks we have certain types of ways we dress we have certain types of things we like we're labeled in so many different ways that in every way we're labeled it describes us and who we are but i wanted to read you all this scripture 
It's 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 8 through 11. It comes from the easy version. And baby, if you have your Bible, please get it out. Highlight the scripture because I'm about to tell you what this means to me. And fully, this is what me and God have been communicating about. But it says, you may think that I am too proud of my authority, but it is the Lord who has given me that authority to us apostles. We have that authority so that we can help you become stronger as believers. We do not have it so that we that way we can destroy you. So I am not ashamed to be proud of this. When I write letters to you, I am not trying to frighten you. Please do not think that. Some people say Paul's letters are powerful and they are and they say strong things. But when he himself is here with us, he seems to be weak. And the words that he speaks have no value. Anyone who says things like this, like that, should understand this. There is no difference between what we write and what we do. When we, when we come to you, we will do what we have written in our letters. And some of you may be sitting there, and there are two scriptures, but I'm going to read the second scripture later on. But I want to talk about this scripture for right now. In this book, if you've never read the Corinthian chapter, cases okay, and break it down for you, the Corinthian chapter talks about the Apostle Paul and how he's beginning the Corinthian church. That's the first Corinthians. In second Corinthians, the Apostle Paul is not verbally or physically with his Corinthian church. He is writing a letter to them about his journey and what he's going on and doing. But the reason why me and God were communicating about being labeled, I really had to ask God. I was like, Lord, there's no, there's really no scripture about anybody in the Bible who's really labeled, who's really being in the position of being judged or being in the place of being talked about like women on this earth today but truth be told God gave me a whole bunch of men in the Bible but he really fully led me to the Apostle Paul now let me break this down for you okay um I fully had a a standout scripture in here and the standout scripture to me was really um verse 8 which is the beginning but it's the second sentence of verse 8 if you have the easy version read it it says but it is the lord who has given the authority to us apostles one thing about that that whole entire sentence was that i had to take in the moment where i had to realize that being labeled there's no other way to explain the way i have authority authority over my labelment okay whenever i am labeled to being something it is mainly because the label either suits me or it's either because people see it as it's suiting me um a label can either fit you or it can either destroy you um most people would think that whenever you're labeled to being something you will be labeled as funny sweet um happy excited but for me i had to really take the apostle the apostles out of this sentence and I had to put sons and daughters I had to I had to put sons and daughters and the way it sounds is it sounds like but it is the Lord who has given that authority to us sons and daughters I find it to be that in this scripture in this moment of time when the apostle Paul was speaking I find it to be that if we take the apostle Paul and use him in a time where it could be sons and daughters speaking like him how do you think we would be able to grow on this land? 
I find it to be that the Apostle Paul did have authority in this moment, but that was in this church. But I find it to be that whenever we are labeled into being something or labeled to be something or labeled just in general, that we have authority over the moments that we think we don't. You could be labeled into being someone that most people would think of you as like a, um, I'm going to be honest, some people may think of you as a homegirl. And you don't want to be seen as a homegirl. You want to be seen as somebody's best friend. But people don't want to see you as their best friend because you have no connections with people that they know or they don't really know you like that. So you're just trying to keep your distance away from those type of people. Well, honey, that is you being labeled. Need I remind you, that is you being labeled. It may feel like you are not being labeled in that moment, but truth be told, girl, you are. And I'm so sorry that they labeled you as such thing, that they labeled you as being a homegirl instead of a best friend. Or they labeled you as just being a girl who works there instead of a a manager or or an assistant. Like the place you're supposed to stand in is who you're called to be. And I find that when people are always labeled, they are never given the opportunities they fully need to have. Let me tell you. This is my question to you right now. Why do we have to label ourselves to know ourselves? Why? Why do we have to label ourselves to know ourselves? I find it that there are times whenever we could label ourselves to be good or we could label ourselves badly. That's the truth. We could label ourselves so perfectionistly that instantly, sooner or later, we're going to label ourselves so disrespectfully. I find it to be that in the moments whenever we label ourselves, we can label ourselves into being something we can imagine ourselves being, or we can also label ourselves into being something we never, ever dreamed to be. I'm telling you now, I am a young girl who has been labeling herself her whole entire life. That is my truth. I have labeled myself as fat. I've labeled myself as too dark. I've labeled myself as ratchet. I've labeled myself as so many things, but I could never seem to label myself the way God wanted to label me because of the fact the way God saw me was too big than what I than how I saw myself. And I never took it to heart whenever I actually started realizing that the only way I'm actually able to fully label myself is if I actually see someone give an opinion on me that I never really lived like, but yet chose to live like, because it's what the world sees. When the world sees your labels, it is you who has the authority to show those labels. And I'm talking about real labels. I'm not talking about no labels like, oh yeah, she's she's her and her. No, you're not just her and her. You're known to be something, but the only way you're known to be something is if you're labeled as something. Whenever you go into a grocery store, okay, you go into a grocery store, you look up and you see that there are so many banners in the grocery store, not telling you about something that's a new product, but giving you directions to where everything is, telling you what each section holds and giving you the details about the produce, the meat and the dairy or all the stuff like that. Okay. Each section has a labeled into something, but let me take you to a time 
where I saw this post on Instagram and my sister posted it and it was very powerful. It was showing these aisles of bread and it was showing how all these aisles had bread on them, but yet each bread was the same. Bread is bread. Bread comes from the same production. Bread is always going to be known as bread. It's never going to be known as other types of bread. It's always going to be bread. But the fact is, is that bread has different types of brands to them. Not every bread, not every bread is the same, but yet they hold the same production. Whenever we're labeled, we could all be seen as the same person, but yet we never hold the same identity. I find it to be that whenever our identity actually changes, it's because of the moment whenever we realize who we're productive to be. We never take the development as something to grow in. We always take it as, we always take it as something that we've known ourselves for, but yet never seen ourselves for. I find it to be that whenever we see ourselves as bread, sometimes you really got to take it to heart that I'm not just no ordinary bread. I'm the bread just like the other bread down the aisle, but I'm a bit different from them. And I know I'm a bit different because I don't come from the same production. I actually come from a different production than them. And that's the truth. And whenever I saw that post or that picture, I actually took that to heart. I'm bread just like you. You're bread. Okay, you're bread, she's bread, they're bread, we're all bread. But the fact is, is that we're not the same type of bread. And some people could like other types of breads other than some types of breads most people never tried before. But never think no one will come to you as the type of bread you are because you hold something most people need in their lives. Do you realize that? I've never really accepted the fact that I could be so different from somebody else whenever I can be so different from somebody else. But the truth is, is that I'm no different from you. Why is that? Because I have a nose, I have eyes, I have ears, I have a mouth, I have a tongue, I have teeth, I have um, eyelashes, I have hair, I have fingernails and hands, I have feet legs, arms, coats, jackets, shirts, movies, journals. I have almost anything in this house. Anything in this house that I hold is almost close to being something you hold in your house. What would that label us as though? Would we be the same person? No, we wouldn't. So we wouldn't be the same person. So that wouldn't make us identical. But we would be labeled as someone who may have familiar things, but the things we have don't always have to be the same. So that's the truth. But the true question I want you to really ask yourself is why do we label ourselves to know ourselves? I like there was a time where I actually had to take a moment to really think about this. Me and God communicated about this and we communicated about this truthfully. I believe it was on Monday. But me and God were talking and God told me, God said, there are so many opinions that go around on this earth that we never really take it to heart how many times we label ourselves from other people's opinions. We could label ourselves as to being the most gorgeous person on earth because we heard it from Beyonce or we heard it from The Weeknd or we heard it from Usher. But we never really label ourselves as daughters of the true king whenever we hear it from God. And that's the truth. Because here's my thing. I have found it to be that I could care less about somebody else's compliments than God's 
whole entire compliments for me. Do you know God compliments you every day you walk out of your house to go somewhere? He calls you beautiful. He tells you that you're beautiful. He tells you that every day you wake up, you're a gorgeous woman. He tells you that you're strong. He tells you that you're powerful. He tells you that there are young women out here who wish they could be you. There are times where we have to really take to heart that whenever we're giving people's opinions, we feel like those opinions really do actually have authority over us. Why would Beyonce's opinion have authority over you? Why? Because, oh, she has more money than you do. Or, oh, she's known than you are. She's more known than you are. Oh, she's married to Jay-Z. Oh, she has kids and she lives a rich life. Baby, Beyonce's opinion can't have anything on you. It doesn't have anything on you. Why? Because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You don't have none of Beyonce's creations on you. Yet, remember this, you do look like Beyonce. And you want to know why? Because we're all bred. We may come, we come from the same production, but yet we don't hold the same brand name. I may not be like Beyonce. That's not my label. But the truthful is, the truth, the truth is, is that our labels are all the same. We are all fearfully, wonderfully made. We are all sons and daughters of Christ. But I do not hold Beyonce's label and Beyonce does not hold my label. And that's okay. That does not mean I am less than who I am. That does not mean I can never get on Beyonce's level. It just means that me and Beyonce are two different people, but yet we come from the same production. And that is the truth. And so this is a scripture that I felt in my heart really was needed. But I want to read to you this verse number 10 on second corinthians it says some people say paul's letters are too powerful and they say strong things but when he himself is here with us it seems he seems to be weak and the words has the words that he speak have no value let me ask you a question have you ever faced an insecurity so much and so big that you just couldn't bear to stand in a moment like that could you ever be given an opportunity so powerful so big so so huge that sooner or later you end up squishing it up and tearing it apart because you don't seem as powerful as you did whenever you were practicing in the mirror on how you were going to start speaking to everyone I know. I know, girl. You don't got to tell me twice. I know. And let me tell you something. Those times whenever we feel like that, sometimes we are just like the Apostle Paul in verse 10. The Apostle Paul knew that there was gossip going on about him. He knew. He knew that there was a gossip being spoken on him. He knew it. But he didn't. He didn't say, since I know this, I'm going to shut the whole entire church down. It's not going to stand no more. It's not even going to be no more. No. You know what this man did? This man confronted the people who would do such thing in a way where he said it in a way where it was like he admitted that he had an insecurity. I feel like, honestly, this is the truth. I feel like the Apostle Paul did have an insecurity. And the insecurity was that he was a little shy. Or the insecurity was that he was new to such thing and he didn't really know how to fully work such thing. But since he was still learning how to do it, he wasn't going to stop it. 
he was just going to keep going. But I feel like whenever the Apostle Paul admitted his insecurity, that he instantly started realizing that, yes, I have insecurities. That's a label. But sooner or later, you'll start realizing that what I'm growing and producing is not just something that you can just throw away, but it's something that God approves of. He's a man of God. He's an apostle. That's his label. Okay. He had an insecurity, but his real label was actually an apostle. I feel like whenever we show our true labels, we're never going to be given the titles or the labels that people would see us as, but actually the labels God has been wanting for us to rock and show out, but we never had the power to because we felt in our lives that whenever whenever we are around people who labeled us as something, we have to show those labels. Baby, I do not have to show you any of my labels. I can hide them from you and I can keep them from you. Not because I feel jealous of you, but because those labels have nothing to do with you. Sometimes whenever I'm in my own zone, I actually take time out to actually look at my labels. What am I labeled as? One day, I got a piece of paper. I surely did. I got a piece of paper and I wrote down every label I thought myself. I thought of myself as every label I could think someone would uh, uh, put me as every label I could hear someone say about me as like I just literally wrote down words about myself that were hurtful, but also yet almost close to being truthful. And the fact is, is that whenever I faced these labels, I didn't face them as um, times whenever I was like doing something wrong, but I faced them as truth. I faced them as real truths about me. It's true. I do face insecurities. It's true. I have gone through depression. It's true. I am not like every girl that you walk around and see. It's true. I may not look like her and she may not look like me. It's true. I may not have the amount of money you hold and I may not have the amount of houses you have. It's true. I may not look like or hold like or be like you. But what I'm labeled as is the things you see me as. And I feel like the Apostle Paul in this letter was trying to let the people know, I know you see me as such thing. I know you see me as weak whenever I speak. I know you see me as this person that just talks all the time. I know you see me as powerful, but at the same time, you also see me as weak. I get it. I know you do. But just know, these are not things that are going to last forever. Sooner or later, you're going to realize to yourself that they're soon going to go. If you continue reading 2 Corinthians or 1 Corinthians through 2 Corinthians, you'll start realizing how the Apostle Paul sooner or later gets bold in this moment. And whenever he's bold, he finally realizes to himself that he wants to tell the church, that he instantly tells the church, he says, I may be a little weak in times, but the truth is, is that I don't want to come back to a church where he has to be bold. He just truly wants to be himself. That's why churches are supposed to be homes to you. That's why whenever somebody says we don't like we don't like tell you what to wear or how to dress, sometimes churches are just full free spirited. They'll tell you to come as you are. But the fact is that they don't tell you that because they want you to feel 
broken. They don't tell you that because they want you to feel ashamed. They want it. They tell you that because they want to let you know not everybody's perfect. Not everybody holds the same thing about them. Not everybody has the same nose. Not everybody has the same eye color. Not everybody has the same hairstyle. That's okay. That's okay because everyone's labeled as something. But as we are labeled sooner or later, we'll accept the labels God has given us. Baby, the label the world has given me is a label of insecurities. But yet God turns those insecurities into being something that has never been done before. A ministry, a growth, a development. And this is the truth. Okay? That's the truth. And this is something else I want to read to you. It says second chances are not given to those who are unlabeled, but given to those who are labeled. You You can never be made whole without your labeling. I'm going to read that again. It says second chances are not given to those who are unlabeled, but given to those who are labeled. You can never be made whole without your labeling. Ain't that the truth? Sometimes we can face moments where we don't want to face our labels. That is okay. That happens to not only you but other people around you. You may not want to wear you may not want to wear that dress because the dress shows too much that you don't really like to show. It's too revealing and you don't know how to be confident in it. But somebody labeled you as someone who could actually rock that dress and you feel like since they labeled you as that person to go out and just be confident You didn't tell them how you faced this time of insecurity and you're still growing from it. It's okay to still be in the growing process. Never think it's not. Never think that it's not okay to still be in the growing process. Don't ever think that. But whenever you're given the second chance to be able to wear the labels you have been known to be given, sometimes you have to wear those labels like it's a dress that was never created before. Sometimes you really have to wear those labels as it's something that has never been thought of before. I would have never thought of someone speaking on me like this, but I'm not going to sit here and wear this label behind my face or behind myself. I'm going to rock this label and I'm going to rock it out and I'm going to pursue myself to know that this label that has been given to me is not a label that the world gave to me to break me, but a label that God can use to fix me. I need to be fixed, but the only way for it to happen is if I change into the person I'm called to be. And that's important. So I want to take a trip with you down to Romans chapter 2. And this is our last scripture. And this is verses 12 through 14. And this is from the easy version again, but I'm going to read it to you. It says, the Gentiles do not have God's law that he gave to Moses. If Gentiles do wrong things, God will punish them. But he will not use Moses' law when he judges the Gentiles. But the Jews do not have Moses' law. So if Jews do wrong, so if Jews do wrong things, God will use those laws to judge them. The law will show that they have done wrong things. Verse number 13. Who does God accept as right with, with himself? It is it. I'm sorry. What is wrong with me today? 
I'm read it again. Who does God accept as right with himself? It is those people who obey his laws. It is not the people who only know his law, but do not obey them. The Gentiles do not have God's laws, but they may still do the right things that those laws say. They do the right things because of what they themselves think is right. In that way, they are showing that they have certain law in their minds, even though they do not know Moses' law. Now, you may be thinking that this is a scripture that has nothing to do with this whole entire message. It's not even a message. It's, it's a word for you, sis. But this is the truth. It does. It has everything to do with you. You want to know why? Because this is officially God giving you the confirmation of who is to judge and who isn't. Never take labels to be something that officially tell you that, girl, if you don't do what the girl who told you to go out to that guy's house the other day, you feel in your heart that sometimes you want to do what other people say. That's that's the real moment. But in this scripture, it gives you the full explanation of how the Gentiles thought that instantly they had control over the laws yet not realizing that it was God who had more control over it than them God only knew Moses's law God only knew it but the Jews and the Gentiles did not know it but the fact is is that since they didn't know it they thought to themselves that they had complete control over everything and they thought they had the right to do whatever they had to but I feel like it's just like teaching a classroom where if you're ever in a classroom or if you've ever been to school, there's always those good students and there's always those bad students. But the fact is that those bad students don't always get treated as well as the good students. And sometimes the bad students can get more attention than the good students. But sometimes you got to see the scripture as like a class. There were some good people and there were some bad people. But you have to remember that the people who were in the bad place weren't fully people that just instantly became bad. No, they were people who were labeled as something and instantly realized to themselves, man, this label rocks with me. So since this label rocks with me, I'm going to go ahead and rock it out, yet not realizing that that label has nothing to do with them. I don't want to rock out depression. I don't want to rock out insecurities. That's not my label. But my label truthfully is, is that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm peculiar. I'm different. I'm not the same as you. No, baby, I don't want to rock out those drugs. I don't want to rock out that crackhead life. I'm ready to rock the person that God created me to be. And daughter of Christ who's created to lead just as like every other daughter in this world but yet the world doesn't want to change the way we think or we don't want to change the way the world thinks because we feel that the world has too much judgment over us and we don't want to be judged baby let me tell y'all something judged or not i'm spreading god's word let me tell y'all that right now judged or not i'm spreading god's word whether you like me or not i could care less i'm spreading god's word I'm not going to sit here and affect myself in thinking that if spreading God's word doesn't bring me more friends, then I have to stop. No, baby, I could care less about the friends. You can let those friends go, baby. I don't even need those friends. I can sit at the table by myself. I'm fine. I can be different for an hour or two or maybe even my whole entire life because I'm not growing 
on somebody else's lifestyle. I'm not growing on somebody else's walk with Christ. I'm growing on my own with God. And that's the truth. Let me read this to you. People who live in labels do not stand in no place of freedom. Ooh, child. And you may be thinking that those labels are what? Being in a relationship. Your label could actually be so much. It could be so much. But people who live in labels do not stand in no place of freedom. Why would I be bound if I have a label on me? Well, let me tell you why you'd be bound. You want to know why? Because yesterday your coworker told you you look great in pink. And you're trying to make the best first impression on the job. But yet you never realize that not every pink suits you. So you go out and you buy yourself another pink, but the pink that you buy doesn't really fit with what yesterday's pink was. You were labeled. And you felt to yourself that if I stand in this labelment, I'm going to be accepted by everybody else. Well, baby, let me tell you something. You won't get no freedom. If you're standing in somebody else's labels, why take somebody else's labels whenever you could be taking God's labels 24 7, 365? And what are God's labels? God's labels are holy labels. They're labels that that, that make you who you are. They're labels that actually give you a name. But the world's labels, they don't give you a name. They give you spirits that don't need to be inside of you. That is re- that is a good reason and a good explanation of why some people have to learn how to let some people go from their lives. Why? I don't want to let her go because she's my best friend. She's funny. She's sweet. She's smart. Well, baby, did you ever take the time to realize that your best friend has been doubting who you are, what you are, who you praise, and what you praise because of the fact your best friend doesn't believe in Christ? Take a moment out to realize that you officially have been labeled by somebody who doesn't believe in Christ. But yet you sit there and you pray for them. Well, baby, I'm not telling you to give up praying. I'm telling you to realize to yourself that there's a time where you're going to have to realize, okay, I'm going to still pray for you, but I'm also going to let you go. And sometimes I've learned this truthfully. Sometimes we waste our prayers on people who really don't pray for us. And there are times where I can be like, well, praying for them isn't bad. But there are other times where it can be like, I don't see no change happening. And some people can pray for years and years and years of their life just to make someone happier, just to make someone better. But we can always miss out on the time where we should be praying for ourselves. Lord, I've been praying to you for my own house, but yet I've been more focused on praying for my best friend because she's so broken and wounded and bounded. Well, honey, remember this. God never leaves you nor forsakes you. So he will never leave your best friend in jeopardy. He'll never leave your best friend in hell. The only one who has control over your best friend's mind is your best friend. The only one who has control over actually changing and repenting is your best friend. You just got to let God take care of your best friend. And that's the truth. I don't know why I keep on saying best friend. I think there's someone out there who's like, man, my, my connection with them is just so hard and so, so unrevealing. I don't know what to do. So if that's you, y'all, I'm praying for you. I'm just going to let you know that now. I'm truly praying for you. 
So, if you can hear me drinking my drink, I'm so sorry. Y'all, the lemonade that I am drinking is so refreshing. It's so good. Get you some if you need some. But here is another thing I want to tell you all. Tell you all. It says some people who choose to live in labels are not choosing it because it's great. They choose it because it's man's word and not God's. And I hope. Some people who choose to live in labels are not choosing it because it's great. They choose it because it's man's words and not God's. Are you telling me that the outfit I wore and got complimented on yesterday was an outfit man liked and God didn't? Are you telling me that that decision to go to that party the other day was man's word and not God's? Are you telling me that this guy I chose to date who may do some wrong things But everybody else says that we're so cute together. It's man's words and not God's. Yeah, boo. I'm telling you that today. Those are man's words. Not God's. But you may be wondering, like, who's man? Like, there's no man in this house. Okay, let me tell you. Woman was made by Adam. Okay? That's how Eve was made. Eve was made by the rib of Adam. Okay? That's how woman became to be. So woman and men are both known to be men in the Bible. So yes, honey. Woman and men who are part of the world have been labeling you to do some things, to act some ways, to be some ways that you were not called to be. And yes, it can be disappointing to not fall into the place where God wants you to fall because you have this this certain this certain doubt that if you don't fall into the place where your friends want you to be, then you'll just be lonely. Well, baby, need I remind you, God never leaves you nor forsakes you. And I'm going to say this, and this is the truth. It says, no matter what, as Christians, we are always going to be labeled. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Y'all, let me take y'all back to Moses. Because that's who we're talking about in Romans here. We're talking about the brother Moses. My brother. My brother with the stick. We're talking about Moses. Moses was the man. The man who got out of his comfort zone to be labeled. The man who was once a king of a kingdom instantly became a man of no kingdom, but yet held something in his hands that God created to do the most extraordinary things. But let me tell you how this is the most biggest note in here. We are Christians. We are the church, okay? Believe me whenever I say it. Your body is a temple. That means it's a church. Who you are was not given to the world, but was given to you by God. 
I find it to be that Christians are the most labeled because we have certain beliefs of right and wrong. But people bully us for believing in God because they instantly believe that what we hold in us is not enough information to fill their minds on who God truly is. I think the reason why most people don't want to believe in God is because God isn't physical, God is invisible. Well, baby, let me tell you something. The only reason why someone would think that is because they never actually took time to actually separate themselves from evildoers and put them in the presence of God. But I just, I never really was able to take in time to realize how much that is so true. We, are, we as Christians are labeled, so labeled. We can be labeled as psychopaths. We can be labeled as crazy women of God who believe in an invisible man. We could be labeled as anything. But the fact is, why would I want to be labeled as something somebody else gives me? The world doesn't label you unless you allow the world to label you. And that's the truth. And here's the last note. The last note is, What happens if the only way to get to where we're supposed to be is if we are labeled? Your future is calling you and is telling you, girl, you need to come run this business. But the labels that you have on you are labels that the world gave to you, but you don't want to wear those labels out in public. We feel that the labels we actually are given are labels that we should be ashamed of. Never be ashamed of your labels. Your labels are like your scars. They are, they are exactly like your scars. They are like your scars. Your scars that hurt you, your scars that broke you, but they are never going to be scars that never shape you into anything. That never not shape you into anything. Your labels will shape you into something, but God will take those labels that you are. For instance, insecurities. God will turn those insecurities into being like a beautiful woman you are. God will take those problems and situations into being uh, new blessings, new, 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 and gr- new greater things coming your way. God will take the old people who broke you, the old people who hurt you, the old people who ruined you, and use those labels of what they took you as and what they told you you were. And God will take those labels and he'll put you in the position of standing on your own, learning how to be the woman you are. Learning how to grow. But this, I don't know who this message was for, but I felt like this was needed to be said because I think the biggest about this whole entire message is that I said it a whole bunch of times and you probably were like, man, she keeps saying this word. I said it a lot because it's needed a lot. You're labeled, whether you know it or not. You are labeled. Angels are labeled. Completely. Jesus was labeled. Completely. We're labeled and we're so, so labeled that every word that someone has said about us or every word we said about ourselves shows up on our skin. But yet we don't see it physically, but yet we need to see it spiritually to admit the fact that I may have lied the other day. That's a label. Somewhat a liar. I may have sinned the other day. Okay, that's a label. Somewhat a sinner. 
I may have made that horrible decision the other day. Okay, that's a label. It's a bad decision. But these labels never actually create me to being who I am unless I wear them. And I'm starting to learn how to do that. I'm starting to learn how to wear my labels. Now, y'all want to know, here's the truth about me. I'm a little messy at times. But some people would never believe that because whenever some guests, whenever guests come over my house, I can be so clean. So clean. Girl, what, like what jacket was on the floor just a minute ago? What jacket? But then whenever they leave, I can instantly go back to being messy. But I've learned in my life that in order for me to disapprove this label, I have to admit the fact that I'm not a really fully organized person. I don't really have a full organizational level that some of other people do. I don't really fully have the mindset of really always wanting to pick up that jacket off the floor or just picking up those shoes from up under the couch. Like I have labels on me, labels I'm still working with just in general. But you have labels as well, labels that you need to show, labels that you need to let earth know. I may be labeled, but I'm not labeled to where you make me. I'm labeled enough to where I'm able to rock who I am out. Lady Dynasty, I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. This was our third annual podcast I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this gave you life. I hope you learned what you needed to learn. And baby, let me tell you, I hope the weather outside is matching your energy right now because it's matching mine. It's peaceful, it's cold, and it's a blessing. I love you all. Enjoy your day.